Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. Uh, to break down the fourth wall right from the jump, this is the second attempt. I had this show recorded, produced, and ready to upload uh, this morning. However, with the recent tragic news that Bray Wyatt has passed away, um, I just felt it was t- he, it, it, I needed to redo this. Now, uh, it is just me, Jason. I am back on the full-time basis. The summer relocation vacation is over. Um, I don't know if any of the boys are going to join me tonight or not. Uh, they're all at all of their vacation homes all across the country. So I don't know who is in or who's out. Um, if I had to guess, if I was a betting man, as I clean my glasses, I would say Joe would probably be the only one to jump in. The other two... Uh, they're selfish pricks. Oh, just kidding. Uh, they're they're on family vacations. So anyway, um, you know, a little bit ago, I had gotten uh, a text message from Kevin about a tweet that Triple H posted at 3.32 today. Uh, it says, just received a call from WWE Hall of Famer Mike Rotunda, who informed us of the tragic news that our WWE family member for life, Wyndham Rotunda, also known as Bray Wyatt, unexpectedly passed away earlier today. Our thoughts are with his family, and we ask that everyone respect their privacy at this time. Now, it's the internet, and you never know what's real and what's not now, especially on Twitter, slash X, whatever you want to call it. You know, there was rumors that Bray Wyatt was about to return to WWE. We hadn't seen him since the uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black match with LA Knight uh, a few months ago, and Needless to say, uh, Bray Wyatt has had quite the career. You know, he started as Husky Harris on the NXT uh, game show, and then he debuted as Bray Wyatt about a year later. And for me, my first exposure to Bray Wyatt was Hawaiian shirt, lantern, rocking chair. Um, Before he got called up, he was doing house show loops. And I went to a show in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, he made his debut there. And I thought it was a very cool character. And then, you know, he got to TV and, you know, we know what the Wyatt family became. You know, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, even Braun Strowman was part of the family. And even Daniel Bryan for a short time, which was all a ruse on his part. But still, Bray Wyatt did things that nobody was doing at the time. And then he went away for a little bit. And then we got the Firefly Funhouse. I will never forget that first vignette. I was laying in bed and I literally said, what the hell did I just watch? Then we got The Fiend at SummerSlam that year. And that entrance was so anticipated because we had no idea what it was going to be. And it was just a a slowed down, harder version of the Bray Bray Wyatt theme song. Now, of course... The Fiend had its ups and downs, you know, he caught on fire. Um, There was the uh, maggots that showed up on the mat. I believe that was maybe at WrestleMania against Randy Orton. And of course, you know, Randy, uh, the the Fiend at WrestleMania, I believe it was 36. And then we never saw Bray Wyatt again. And then the stuff he did with Alexa Bliss. And if my dates are a little off, cut me some slack because I'm literally doing this on the fly. I don't have the Bray Wyatt handbook in front of me right now. 
So Bray Wyatt passing away is crazy on so many levels. You know, there was talks that he was going to be the next Undertaker. And the creativity that the man Wyndham Rotunda had was unmatched. He was about to get into horror movies. And the guy that made the Fiend masks, you know, they were all about to go into production. So we never, we don't know and we'll never know what could have been with the Bray Wyatt character upon his return. Uh, the the people that I know at WWE that were friendly with him uh, are pretty crushed right now. If you go on Twitter, it's all people lost for words, can't believe this is happening, you know, writ- RIP, you'll be missed, so on and so forth. And if the boys don't jump on at some point during this podcast, uh, we will definitely talk to them next week. Now, um, the podcast that I did this morning, uh, we talked about All In, and we will get into that. Uh, We're going to talk about Edge. You know, his last match was on SmackDown last Friday against Sheamus. And then reports came out it it was going to be his last match. And then it came out this week that, you know, he had a list of demands that they could keep him and the WWE turned it down. And then there was reports that that report was wrong. So um, everyone seems to think that Edge is going to end up in AEW. Is he going to be at Wembley this weekend? I don't know. I don't even know if that's possible. You know, I've heard about these 90-day non-competes and stuff like that. So who knows what's true and what's not at this point. But if... Uh, Allow me to speculate, if you will. Um, If Edge goes to AEW, which I do not want, I think that tarnishes everything that he has done. However, it gets him a big payday, and Tony can complete his fig fed. If he goes to AEW, please keep him away from the Hardys. I know it's 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 a you know it's that nostalgic rush that yeah we'll put in with christian and then they'll fight the hardys nobody wants that and by nobody i mean me and because i'm sure there's some dopey marks out there that want to see edge and christian against the hardys and you know if we are to get edge and christian against the hardys we might as well get the dudleys too they're reuniting for impact 1000 uh if we're going to get that triple threat there's only one place for it the Chris Jericho cruise five alive. Kevin and I will be there. That's the only place that match would happen because uh, I'm selfish and greedy. And I don't want any of you to see it if it happens, but I don't want it to happen in actuality. I don't want edge of Christian against the Hardys. I think it'll tarnish the feud that they had over the years in WWE. So uh, edge, who knows what's going to happen. You know, he posted a thing on Twitter today that was a lot of talk, but didn't really say much. So I hope he uh, gets his rest and I hope he does not go to AEW. Please just stay in the WWE family where you belong. Uh, Another person that I thought had a very long future in the WWE family was Lacey Evans. Unfortunately, uh, that uh, relationship is over. Last week she posted uh, tonight at midnight, call me whatever her real name is. And um, being, you know, I should have been prepared and got that name, but I don't. So uh, they really messed up Lacey Evans. The sassy Southern Belle was an amazing character. She called everybody nasties. 
And she was good in the ring with the women's rights. But the problem I had with Lacey Evans, besides this Sergeant Slaughter cosplay bullshit, was that they brought her kid into the mix. And I know, Jason, you don't have kids. You don't know what it's like. Well, as a wrestling fan of a very bad person, I don't need to see her loving up on her kid. And they brought the kid into the storylines. And then they were doing those watch-alongs. And that was the first time I'd seen the kid come in. And it broke the character and it kind of ruined it. And then, of course, you know, she got knocked up by the nature boy. Knocked up by the nature boy in finger quotes. And then uh, everything just went to hell. So I wish her the best of luck in whatever she does. Um, I think OnlyFans is where she's heading. And uh, that might be my first OnlyFans purchase because I think she is uh, has a lot to offer. Leave it at that. And, of course, uh, this weekend is all in Wembley Stadium. Uh, if you watched any of uh, AEW Dynamite this weekend, this week, that's uh, the biggest wrestling show in history. They've said it a million times, but I can't figure out if that's accurate or not or if that's just wrestling talk because – 90,000 seats is alleged what they sold, and that's awesome. That is fucking awesome for a five-year-old company to sell 90,000 seats in Wembley Stadium. But I feel like the WrestleMania 32 in Dallas had over 100. So, like, if they're talking tickets and money, we can thank inflation for that. Uh, look what's going on with these WrestleMania 40 tickets. Through the roof. I know Kevin got a couple tickets for one night. Um, I'm... As of today, not going to WrestleMania. I've had uh, some pretty pretty good luck the last couple of years. You can go back and see my fourth row in Dallas and my sixth and tenth row in L.A. this year. It's been a pretty amazing situation, and I don't know if I could go back to cheap seats. And especially for those prices, I can't afford uh, where I would like to sit, where I've been accustomed to sitting at WrestleMania. So, you know, over the course of this summer, I haven't really watched a lot of wrestling. Uh, I've watched some and I've caught up and followed on social media and stuff, but the MJF Adam Cole storyline is silly. It's funny at times. I love the fact that their training for Aussie open was going to Outback Steakhouse. I love Outback Steakhouse. They got great cheese fries, no bacon. Um, but everything else to me is kind of silly and we all know where this is going. You know, these guys are the main event of Wembley Stadium, the biggest wrestling show in history, if you haven't heard from an AEW supporter or a uh, member of the roster. They're fighting on the zero hour or the buy-in or whatever they're calling their pre-show against the Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor tag title. Seriously, like, I get it. Something's going to happen in that tag team match that will – uh try to entice the viewer of the free pre-show to buy the pay-per-view so that they can see what happens later. Um, being on the, being on the East coast now, the whole, uh, you know, this pay-per-view starting at noon, which is pretty awesome. I'm having some uh, adjustment issues with the uh, 8 PM WWE start times and the 10 PM UFC start times. But for this one, it starts at noon on Sunday, if you're listening to this on Friday. And um, I feel like that hearing the music for MJF and Cole 
is going to take away from the reaction of the main event, at least for me. Um, like I said, one's going to turn on the other. One's going to do something that, you know, was an accident. And then, you know, later on, they'll get into it later in the one-on-one. But um, I don't see them winning the Ring of Honor titles. I don't know what that does for them winning the Ring of Honor titles. So uh, I hope they do not win the Ring of Honor titles. Uh, the the match that got a nice little promo package on Dynamite was FTR against the Young Bucks. Of course, the Young Bucks bring up how they gave FTR the name from being the elite. And, you know, Dak saying how he does his first family. And then Matt calling him out. Like, yeah, we know you do this family. You say this all the time. I think this is going to be a great match. The other two were awesome. And unfortunately, I think with Cash Wheeler's legal issues, this means the Young Bucks are going to win the titles. And I really hope that with Cash Wheeler's issues, uh, that does not mean FTR gets let go from AEW. Uh, the House of Black, this was match was made on Wednesday, defending the trios titles against the acclaimed and a returning badass Billy Gunn. Now, I don't know if he can use the name badass Billy Gunn or what the rules are on that, but he is back. He's not daddy ass. He's not scissoring. These guys look pretty serious, and I hope that's the way they go because, for me, the the scissoring stuff has been played out for me for about six or seven months now. I do believe the House of Black retains because they are the best act in AEW. Uh, four-way, Britt Baker, Soraya, Tony Storm, and Akaru Shida, Women's World Championship. Now, uh, it was pretty cool that Shida regained the title on Dynamite 200. Uh, very cool that they were the main event. Uh, but now Tony Storm getting the automatic rematch in a four-way, kind of weird, didn't really like that. The tournament didn't really do anything for me. Soraya has not done anything for me since she's been back. And uh, I do think maybe this is the time for Britt Baker to get back up on top, uh, run this division the way she did uh, previously, because what has she done since losing the title last year? And what is Tony Storm's character now? A grandma? Someone's mother? Like, maybe she's trying to be the southern sassy belle that Lacey Evans was? I, I don't get it. You know, a pinup girl? I, I don't know. I don't know what her new character is. Um, I did jump on the podcast about a month ago with the boys, and I couldn't figure out why the Mogul Embassy was scared of a 75-year-old sting with a baseball bat. Well, that storyline continued, and we got some changes to the match. It's a coffin match, tag team coffin match, Darby and Sting against the Mogul Embassy, which was supposed to be Swerve and AR Fox. Well, uh, Swerve dumped AR Fox on Dynamite this week. Brian Cage came out to help the beat down. So does this mean it's Brian Cage and Swerve? I don't know. Um, you know, this is an opportunity for Tony Khan to give Sting the – finale that his illustrious career deserves. And what I mean by that is in a stadium, 80,000, 90,000 people, let's sting, get the win in this setting. Let him have that just joyous moment. But if it's not Brian Cage to team with Swerve, this is where I think we get Bill Goldberg teaming with Swerve, have Sting and Goldberg to relive 
you know, WCW, Nitro era. I would love to see that. Lots of reports that Bill Goldberg is going to show up on his farewell tour. And, you know, AEW, the one great thing they do about their pay-per-views is that they always have a big surprise or a return or a debut. So I'm hoping that Bill Goldberg is that. Maybe even Ryback. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) You know, but back to Sting, yes, he deserves this way, this finale. And then you can have Darby mentor Nick Wayne, the way Sting mentored Darby Allen. You know, I think there's a pretty easy, you know, transition from Sting to Darby to Nick Wayne. And, you know, Sting, like I said, deserves the stadium outro, not fucking Daly's place on Rampage. So let's let's do this right, Tony. Let's give Sting what he deserves. Uh, then there is a six-man match. The Golden Elite, Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Page against Takeshka and uh, Bullet Club Gold IPA, Juice Robinson and Jay White. Now, um, not loving Bullet Club Gold. Like, I, you know, making the IPA joke, it sounds like a beer. I love Jay White and I love Juice Robinson, but I just don't love the name. Takeshka is really turning into this like Japanese badass wrestler, which is awesome. Uh, But I do think the elite win, Uh, you know, Ibushi, I don't know if he is full-time all elite, but, you know, putting him in with these teams with Kenny and Hangman, you know, I think it's pretty awesome. Killer Kota, I believe, or Killer Ibushi, I think is what uh, one of his New Japan gimmicks was called. So, um, we'll see what happens there. And then there was uh, some changes into the stadium stampede match. Originally, it was going to be Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, the best friends, and the Lucha Bros against the Blackpool Combat Club of Mox, Claudio, and Wheeler, and three partners of their choice. Well, it came out early on Wednesday this week that Phoenix wasn't able to go to Wembley, so he got written off on TV. And then uh, the BCC got some help from a returning Santana and Ortiz. I love this return. I love these guys. They are so awesome. Uh, but the Blackpool Combat Club doesn't have a lot of luck with their friends. I mean, we can see last month when Pac was their partner and then turned his back on them. So hopefully that does not happen uh, again. I really like the Blackpool Combat Club. I like that they are, you know, they're the main event guys. They're the WWE guys. They're the ones that have been to the top. And, uh, are running rough shot. Uh, Wheeler Yuta, stud. Joe uh, thinks that Yuta is going to be Randy Orton for AEW, which is pretty awesome. And if that happens, that's a great prediction, Joe. I will actually give you some props there. Uh, a match that I didn't know I wanted to see until uh, this week was Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. You know, I'm a big Jericho fan. I've been on the cruises and, you know, I listen to the podcast and, You know, for me, he can do no wrong. However, it came out this week that he is going to sing himself to the ring with Fozzie. And the last time I believe a person tried to sing themselves to the ring was Mickey James. And she got her ass kicked by Tara on impact. So Chris, I know you're watching this. I know you're listening to this. Please be careful. Uh, Watch your back in Wembley. And with Osprey, I don't know much about it, but I know he's a top five wrestler in the world. And I cannot wait to see what him and Jericho do. And if his comment about his contract being up in six months, who knows what that means? You know, maybe that's the other bidding war of 2024, AEW against WWE for Osprey. Um, you know, I would love Osprey 
and MJF to end up in WWE, but you know, that's another conversation for another time. So regardless of what my t-shirt says, this is the match I am most looking forward to Samoa Joe and CM Punk for the real world's championship, real world's championship and finger quotes. If you're just listening to the podcast, um, you know, they put out a DVD compilation of their other matches. And I believe they went, they went like two or three 60-minute draws. I don't believe this one will do that because I don't think Punk can do that. Uh, you know, Punk doesn't look – you know, he's aging. Samoa Joe doesn't look like he's aged a bit. And he's an awesome fucking badass. And I love Samoa Joe. And I, I'm going to go with uh, Samoa Joe to win this. But I do think Punk does win, you know, because he's the real world championship real world champion in finger quotes. If you're just listening on uh, to the podcast and finally the main event MJF Adam Cole for the AEW world championship. And if I had a siren, if I had Kevin here, he'd make the noise. This is a spoiler alert, breaking news. One of these men are going to really hurt the other. They're going to turn their back on their friendship. They've been building. Will it be Adam Cole? Will it be MJF? I don't know. But I do believe being a good guy and calling yourself the devil doesn't make a lot of sense. Very contradictory. But if MJF does what MJF should do, he will destroy Adam Cole, retain the championship, and become the devil again. Now, a lot of people like what MJF and Adam Cole have been doing. But for me, I don't because... You know, this guy has lived the gimmick inside the ring and outside the ring for years, since the beginning of AEW. You know, I met him on the second Jericho cruise, and the picture is him flipping me off. I saw him spitting a guy's coffee. I saw him throw a kid's title across the room and said, go get it. Like, made fun of a guy in a wheelchair. Says, you know, I can do one thing you can't, and that's walk. Like, MJF is the ultimate bad guy. I don't like good guy MJF and singing the praises and no, no, no. So I definitely want MJF to win uh, the title, retain the title, beat Adam Cole and be on his way. Now um, in the past, I have really shit all over AEW and I don't think I've done that tonight. I think that this was a very fair review preview, you know, one man show that I'm doing. And, um, I said a few months ago, I don't really want to give AEW my money. And this one, I think I'm going to just because it's a stadium show. You know, to see what it looks like, a WrestleMania-type show for them uh, is pretty exciting. So uh, most likely I'm going to buy the pay-per-view. It starts at noon. I love that. And uh, But I don't think I'll be doing anything with All Out uh, the following week. I don't know what the – I mean – Unless we're getting Bill Goldberg and Ryback in the and Sting and you know who, you know whatever brought the hit any you know if they bring back like the ghost of Andre the Giant sure I'll buy all out but odds are that is not going to happen so uh, thanks for checking out the podcast this week you know unfortunately uh, horrible news about Bray Wyatt passing oh I forgot uh, Terry Funk passed away this week as well uh, if you go to our social media at that WrestlePod uh, they posted. Uh, my first, uh, my first exposure to Terry Funk when he beat up a ringside attendant and scared the hell out of me as a kid. Uh, but MJF or MJF uh, Terry Funk 
you know, he's retired so many times. His first retirement was in 1983 from Japan. And then if you saw Beyond the Mat, which I'm sure if you're a wrestling fan, you saw Beyond the Mat, um, they uh, had his retirement match against Bret Hart. And then he came back to WWE with Mick Foley and Cactus Jack and then became Chainsaw Charlie. Uh, but he's a legend. You know, Terry Funk is up there as a top five for me. Um and we can get into top five another time when the boys are back. But uh, rest in peace, Terry Funk. Rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. I'm sure more uh, to both of these stories is going to come out in the next few days. And hopefully by the time uh, next week and the boys get back uh, from their family vacations, uh, they will uh, have uh, thoughts about Terry Funk and thoughts about the passing of Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt. So don't forget to follow us on social media at that WrestlePod, Facebook, Twitter, or the X, if you want to uh, call it the X. YouTube, uh, our YouTube channel is still growing. Definitely want uh, more subscribers. And if you are watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and a comment. Let me know what you think of my shirt or my takes. I think I was pretty fair to AEW. So uh, I am going to go. Um, you know, because the other boys are out. So guess who all the work for this podcast lays upon? This guy. I'll talk to you next week with the boys. Enjoy wrestling. Thanks for watching that wrestling podcast or listening to that wrestling podcast. Or, no, I ain't got anything else. Just enjoy wrestling. Thanks for watching That Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And for more That Wrestling Podcast content, follow at That WrestlePod on social media.